Last time on the Grace Journal podcast, I attend a three-hour church service and found space for personal worship among crowded pews. I hang out with my cousins and take a moment to celebrate the black girl that I have been, that I am, and that I am becoming. I'm learning that there is wisdom in celebrating myself on the journey as I discover who God has called me to be. Hey, welcome to the Grace Journal podcast. My name is Sherwin and I'm your host. If you want to stay connected with what we're doing, follow us on Instagram at the Grace Journal podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In this episode, I'm speaking about trauma from my childhood. I decided to speak on this topic because through this platform, I have found my voice. At the reception of my cousin's wedding, I experienced a moment where I felt like I had lost my voice and the power behind it, and that scared me. I pulled one of my family members aside who shared a similar experience in regards to my trauma. I wept hard in her arms, and she was so kind to hold and comfort me. Pulling her aside was the moment I needed to process through my emotions. This processing was necessary for me to learn how to wield the power of my voice. As I came to the end of my tears, I realized that my greatest weapon is my voice. And for too long, my weapon has been taken away or used for someone else's gain. Though I am not there yet, I'm working my way out of this cycle. And I can't wait till the cycle is over and I can say not anymore. This episode contains content that involves child abuse and sexual misconduct. If you have aversions to such topics, feel free to skip this episode. It's Monday, the day of the wedding. My cousin is getting married to her longtime boyfriend. He seems like a really sweet guy, and it's clear that he loves her. I grew up with my cousin, and it felt important for me to be here at her wedding. The ceremony was beautiful. We are Haitian and her husband is from Fiji. It was awe-inspiring to see both cultures expressed in the ceremony, to see the similarities and differences between our families. I don't know, there was just something heavenly about it. The ceremony was the epitome of short and sweet, and the reception was hype and so much fun. I danced and took pictures with all my cousins. We had a lot of fun. It was great seeing the family members I hadn't seen in a long time and reintroducing myself to the ones whose names I had forgotten. Then it was time for the bride to dance with her father. I looked around at everyone and as we celebrated her, this moment quickly became anxiously emotional for me. This next piece is small and strong. Like some other pieces I have presented on this podcast, it's raw and vulnerable. I thought again about not sharing, but I feel it would be almost irresponsible to not speak now. Something in me wrongly wants to feel bad for what I am about to share. But this podcast is not meant to shield my truth or to convey that I have some kind of superficial level of happiness that others should aspire to get to. This podcast is and has always been a place where I am called to be vulnerable. And that is what I'm doing today. I don't have anything to explain. I don't have an opinion that I am looking for. I'm simply sharing what I am supposed to share. This is an open letter to the man who hurt me. 
to the man who touched me as a little girl. I'm learning that it is God's job to keep me safe. I don't know why he didn't keep me safe when you were hurting me. I guess your devils were stronger than my angels. I'm 34 and I now know you can't hurt me anymore. What you did to me was your fault and not mine. I don't want to wait till you're dead to feel like the world is finally safe. I hate you. I hate that you touched me and made me feel wrong to the very core of my being. But I love God too much to keep hating you. I don't know how to forgive you, but as I sit here and watch you celebrate with the rest of our family, it is clear that God must have forgiven you a long time ago because I see you and you are blessed. For years, I had a relationship with my family pretending that you did not exist, but you do, you do exist. You're living your life free from the pain that you caused me and other little girls like me. I'm not settled on my thinking. I don't fully know how to move on, but I refuse to ever feel like that broken little girl again, especially when you are in the room.